Am I Pretty Now? A podcast about the ugly side of beauty. With Haley and Aaron. Hey guys, welcome back to the Am I Pretty Now podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Haley. And this week, uh, we are going to be delving into a really interesting topic. I know some of you guys had been filling out a poll online uh, for us in terms of which of these two topics you wanted to have us explore more. Uh, so I am going to turn it over to Haley here. She's going to go ahead. I'm not even going to reveal it. I'm going to let her <laughs> be the one to do that for you guys. Uh, so go ahead, grab a seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. All right, guys. So first thing I have to acknowledge, because Aaron brought up the poll, (laughs) this wasn't the winning topic. I was wondering. That's why I didn't even (laughs) want to, like, say it in the... But it wasn't the losing topic either. Mm. Because I ran it across the Instagram page, Mm -hmm. and then I also had it on my personal Facebook account. And it was literally 50-50 opposites per platform so insta friends wanted radium baths facebook friends wanted the other topic okay so i can't say that this was necessarily the winner for our poll but it was one of two topics that people did indeed vote for (laughs) this is true they were addressed they were brought up Mm -hmm. it was a topic Yes. So I just wanted to... So you're presenting a topic today. (laughs) I am. I'm going to guise it in... It was uh, an audience pick. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't. (laughs) Because you guys... Some of the audience picked it. (laughs) So half of the audience picked it. Yes, a solid 50%. There were also people who changed their votes. Because I don't know if people know, but when you put up a poll, it shows what everybody voted for. And there were a few people who voted one way the first time I had it up and the other way the second time that I had it up. Do you think they thought about it more or do you think they were like, fuck it? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i not sure. They were both interesting topics. They were. They were. So may, let's go with that they thought about it more and mm-hmm. they were like, this one would sound mm-hmm. way more interesting. Yes. Yeah. Not to say that the other one can't happen. Oh, it will. Because the other one is like. It's another good one. It is a good one. Yeah. It's a really good one. One of and us. And I feel like will a lot it. of us have had a lot of experience with it. I should have covered it solely. I shouldn't say a lot, but. But probably a yeah, lot. Yeah, probably a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> with that being said, today's topic is radium baths and radium water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to include them together. Um, because Aaron and I were talking about it before. Uh, the baths portion of it is, I don't want to say it's... Uh-huh, just say it. I don't want to say it's boring. There's just not a lot to it. Per the time that people used these radio yes. baths. Um, so I'm just going to start mm-hmm. out with the history portion first. <laughs> then we'll get to like the good juicy bits yeah. of it. Um, so hot spring baths. And just like communal baths, yeah. public baths. Still a thing like the geothermal pools and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, is it like Sweden or? Uh, Norway. Norway. Huge with that. Yep. Yeah. Um, still a really, really big thing. And actually, fast forwarding here a little bit into the topic, um, these baths, radium baths, mm-hmm. are still a thing, especially in Europe. 
Um, Which is crazy to me because they've literally, I don't want to say like outlawed, (laughs) but their standards are so much stricter than ours on so many different things. Yes. That it's interesting to me that they still use this this there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but because you're bringing up like regulations, I'm wondering if you did the um, tattoo ink. They are regulating tattoo ink now because there's certain stuff in it that isn't necessarily good to be injecting into the skin. I think that's probably smart. I mean, I think it should be And regulated. more and more people are getting not only the traditional tattooing, but obviously in our industry, a lot of people are doing the microblading now. Yes. Um, so basically, you know, permanent makeup. Um, so it, it has a lot of different, um, I think, applications now. Yes. That maybe, you know, they're kind of like, well, now it's on your face. For sure. It's not just like some people. Right, right. A lot of people are getting it. (laughs) And with there being so many new applications, and I'm sure we're going to find lots of other, you know, ways that that kind of thing can be used, it would make sense that maybe they're kind of looking at it a little bit more. Because especially with our industry now, it's not just like the like tattoo standards, but also now they have to actually look into kind of like beauty industry standards as well. Yep. More of like the the health yeah side yep. of things yeah yep. yeah leave it to me to be boring it's yep. womp womp. no you're not <laughs> regulations <boring. laughs> really get my blood flowing but it's blanket statement it's an issue in the industry 100 mm-hmm. percent. and it needs to be addressed yep. we are just not going to nope. address it for the whole episode yes yes <laughs> um but like i had started to say communal baths have always been a really big thing um again the whole way back to the grecian period the roman periods um they they were always recognized as something that was beneficial to uh like sore muscles even wounds um Mm -hmm. soaking a wound in hot water isn't always the worst thing to do i know that sounds kind of strange saying that um but per the period um, there were a lot of like wars and battles and gladiators, mm-hmm. even just for entertainment purposes. Yep. Um, and who doesn't like a hot soak? Exactly. I mean, I do. I try to take a bath. I, I'm just going to go off for a minute. I like the idea of a bath. Uh-huh. Like as I'm saying who doesn't like a hot soak, I'm kind of like I like the idea of one. But when it comes down to it, I think it's not like boring. Yeah. <laughs> but like I get the water to the right temperature. I get excited. I got ready, I get in the water, and in, like, five minutes, I'm bored. Yes. Like, and if I have a book, like, no, book's in the water. Yeah. Can't read it. Yep. Maybe some snacks, yeah. but even that feels mm-hmm. a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree. I like the idea mm-hmm. of taking a bath, and I like the process of getting a bath started. Yes. Once I'm in the water, I'm like, well, we are in That's it. water. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. That's it. In water. And like, I know it sounds really strange, but like, I know little kids do it especially, but like the idea of taking a bath for cleaning purposes is really strange to me because you're just steeping in your dirty water. So I you pers- are. I don't take baths to bathe. I take baths to, to relax. relax. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it feels weird once you're just sitting yep. there and you're like, um, I don't yep. need to scrub. Yeah, and you get all excited and you're like, oh, I have the salts and yes. I have the scents. I mean, sometimes like light a candle and you're like, yep, I'm just going <laughs> to lay here. It's going to be great. And yeah, five minutes in, I'm like, where's my towel? Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. This yep. is boring. Yep. It sounded good. Yep. Blow out the 15 candles that I've yep. managed to fit in my bathroom. <laughs> every, every so often I try it 
because uh-huh, I, I just too. get really excited about it and I get all this like bath stuff together uh-huh. like I'll go out and I'll buy like sets of stuff yes. like ooh so yeah nope no nope about five minutes nope done <laughs> peace out mm-hmm. <laughs> um so now that I've gotten us nice and uh off off topic here I'm not even really sure how to bring it back so I'm just gonna do an so anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> um radium in water has always been a thing and it actually still is a thing we've never 100 percent gotten rid of radium um it is in the water constantly it's just to a certain level that mm-hmm. is acceptable again we were talking about this before we started yep it's another arsenic situation where we know it's in there and we know how much is bad for you, but we're not totally going to mm-hmm. nix it. And we're totally not going to try to like We're cut okay it out. with the amount that's in there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so radium baths actually started just a finger quotes naturally. Um, we didn't really know that it was in the water until it was discovered way later. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't feel like they started out as necessarily like this was their radio idea. Th- uh, radiation therapy mm-hmm. is why we are using radium. It was just in the water. They found out that it was in the water, and then it's going to snowball out of control. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to jump right up to discussing about radium because it's a very important um element. You guys cannot see this right now, but she just did this like old school newscaster, sort of like one elbow up on the table on one side and a like gentle ruffling of her papers with with uh, the, the other arm there. It was very theatrical, very Thank much you. appreciated. Thank you. It was very Ron Burgundy of me. It was. It was. Um, so, radium. I believe it was the sixth element on the periodic table. Um, it is an earth I miss an earth element, but I meant earth mineral. So mm-hmm. it is found naturally in the land. Um, atomic number of 88. So it's very, very radioactive, which mm-hmm. is not a surprise to anybody. Um, it was discovered. Most people should know this, but I'm not going to judge you for history, lack of history yeah. knowledge. Uh, discovered in 1898 by Marie Curie and her husband, Pierre. Um they actually won two Nobel Peace Prizes for it. Um, they won the first one just for the discovery of it. Then they also found or uh, won a second prize because uh, Marie Curie specifically, don't give the hubs all the credit, um, managed to isolate the actual um, radium itself totally away from everything. It took a couple years after that. Like I said, 1898 was when they discovered it. 1910 is when they isolated it. She worked it. very closely with radium for a number of years. Yes. Yep. And the kicker to all of it is, and it, it comes exactly back to, it is so similar to the arsenic episode, mm-hmm. in that she knew immediately, and, and Pierre, both knew how dangerous this stuff was right off the bat. Um, she actually suffered a lot of chemical burn on her hands and her forearms from um, uh, handling it in the lab. And a little bit later, her husband, Pierre Curie, would say that he would never want to be in a room of more than a kilo, which is a lot, of radium, solely because he saw how much that one little bit that his wife handled, um, he could only imagine 
Mm -hmm. like the repercussions of having a shit ton of it in one small enclosed space and it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. (laughs) um one of my later stories definitely probably the most famous famous uh case of it being the radium girls doesn't quite fit into the beauty necessarily of it but it had a lot of um like benefits forward motion um from this case on the regulations of radium but any who's and what's that's going to be a little bit later um, in 1903, though, there was a gentleman named J.J. Thompson who discovered that radium occurred naturally in the water. So up until 1903, we had no idea that there was radium in our water. And the only reason I say that again is because radium baths weren't radium baths on purpose mm-hmm. until the 1900s. As far as people were concerned, they were just baths. They were just baths yep. with natural minerals. That were beneficial to people. Mm-hmm. Um, They're like, oh, what kind of minerals? We don't know. Yeah. Minerals. Natural What ones. kind of benefits? <laughs> Great benefits. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. Well, that's enough for us. Yeah. Let's put that in Ooh, the Ooh, you're positively glowing. <laughs> that is because I'm full of radioactive right n- yeah. materials right now. <laughs> um, that's also going to come up later, too. But again, getting mm-hmm. ahead of ourselves here. Um, so... In 1895, so just slightly before, it was like um, the Currys won their Nobel Peace Prizes for the radium. Um, We were actually like investigating x-rays and x-rays were becoming a thing at the time. And I was wondering if you were going to, yep. Yep. Radium is used in x-rays, which is why they lead Mm -hmm. vest themselves. Even today, if you go to get one, they are super dangerous to be exposed to. It's actually really funny you just brought that up (laughs) because I saw some sort of like meme earlier and it was like me going to the doctor, you know, like having to have like an x-ray done, you know, and it's like the doctor saying like, no, no, it's completely safe. You know, like me, are you sure? Doctor, oh yeah, absolutely. And then it was like also doctor and like they're like in like their their booth like off to the side. (laughs) Like a just kind of like watching. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's super fine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um so that's how we actually x-rays are how we kind of moved forward in using radiation as therapies. Um obviously cancers are a really big thing that we use uh radiation for currently. But the whole gist of it was, and the reason that it kind of came to being considered a finger quotes, um, like, cure or treatment, Mm -hmm. is because we found that radiation um, honed in on one spot will break up or cut lesions out, which basically is saying tumors. Yep. Um, So when they saw that, they were like, well, if it can get rid of shit like that, why don't we just prevent it? And we'll just give people radium now. And then that way, they can't catch anything. Yeah, as like a preventative measure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they also used it for like everything. Like once we really start getting into um, like the, the treatments of uh, using radium, uh, here's just a, a small list of things that they considered could be treated mm-hmm. by radium. Um, so muscle aches and pains, arthritis, wounds, gout. Um, it could treat, I'm using finger quotes again, treat pale, uh, like darker skin. So basically paling people out. Um, uh, neuralgia, I think is what it called. What it's called is basically just nerve pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it could get rid of wrinkles. It could treat TB, polio, diphtheria, liver, liver cirrhosis, 
kidney failure and heart failure. This sounds fantastic. (laughs) Right? I know it's not, but it sounds incredible. (laughs) Right? It sounds like a cure-all. It it, it was used as a cure-all. Give me my radium pill and I will take it. Yep. And... Uh, you don't take it in pill form, though. Oh, there you can't. No you can't at all. Um, it's strictly exposure. Okay. Um, we can skip to that part. Pop me in a room. It's right. <laughs> so the ways that they exposed it to you, it was either um, internally. So swallowing it is that was dumb. Of course, internally would mean swallowing. Or, but they can put it in a pill. No, but they can't put it in a pill. Um, so it was typically mixed with water, which again is. Okay. A product I don't like that water, I'm cover. so that's a problem. All right. Well, I feel like you could probably have put it in anything. Yeah. But I mean, like, water was the cheapest. That's yeah. probably why it was the option that they went with. It was free. Yeah, it was free. Um, you could also inhale it. So it wasn't even just spas that were used for radiation therapies. Um, there were... So, okay. So I need to describe these spas first because they're freaking beautiful. Yeah. Huge, like, villa-looking buildings, tons of chambers to them with different types of rooms around You guys them. should see how excited <laughs> she is right now. The hand motions are just going. Because in all fairness, architecture? Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Like, beautiful. They were spas. So, yeah. of course, they're going to be beautiful. Um. So, what the rooms typically looked like, the spas themselves. And when I say spas, we're not talking about all of mm-hmm. Like what we would consider spa. No, I want it to be what I'm picturing. <laughs> so I hope it is. I even have my eyes closed you right do. now. Because <laughs> like I want to totally imagine. prepared for it. So you walk into a room and there's a hole in the middle of the floor. And it's a beautiful looking like hot tub. But it was more pretty because it was all like chiseled out and stuff. Can into it be marble? The, it was most likely marble. And it's just filled with water. It doesn't I'm look. really <laughs> But they warmed it. So at least it was hot water that you were soaking in. And then you just plopped your little bum down in there and you got all cozy and you soaked up that radium. (laughs) Is it me by myself? It it can be. Or is it usually like a group thing? Usually. That weirds me out. So I don't think it was necessary, even though I said it, I don't think it was necessarily one room. I think it was like... um, Oh, uh, I think like Game of Thrones might have done it. Don't quote me on that. I didn't watch the whole thing. But like when there were bathhouses, yes. there would be like a little area to yourself, but there were multiple. Okay. Like pools down the side. Okay. I so can I, get down with that. I okay. think you were like alone, but not 100% alone. Okay. I just don't want it to be like an old school bath where it's like everyone's no, 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 in no, the no. same. Okay. <laughs> no, because they wouldn't be able to regulate the levels. Mm. Regulate that makes sense. the levels of the radium in each pool. Um, but yeah, so that's like the spa side of it. They also had these chambers called inhalatoriums, where you literally went in, chill out. They probably had a nice cozy chair for you. Um, and they would just pump the gas of radium in and you would just mm. inhale it. Kind of like they do now. Um at like the the salt lounges? I was gonna say that mm-hmm. and I was like finish your first thought hail. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically, you just sit down, inhale it a little bit, reap those benefits and then you go about your merry way. Um the the exposure portion of it, those two ways of receiving 
radioactive therapies affected the body differently if you had to like order yeah. of which is worse and like which levels, is better yeah. yes level them um if you had to pick swallowing it was better because although it got into your bloodstream not nearly as much of it got into your bloodstream and basically a lot of the radiation would just pass through your um urine and your feces okay that being said typically it is an 80 percent it, depending on the exposure level, it's 80% of the radiation will exit your body via those two options. But 20% of it still makes it into the blood and then settles itself. And where it typically settles was in the bones. Okay. Or is. It still doesn't. Yeah. Um, if you inhale it, that's the, like easiest quickest way to get it to your blood system is because it's going to go into your lungs your lungs work in tandem with the heart pumping out the blood and it's just going to like fuse itself Mm -hmm. through and go out to the rest of your body it didn't release nearly as much of it though because if it going directly into your blood supply Mm -hmm. it more of it would collect into your bones okay and that was typically like one of the bigger it wasn't like passed through yes the same yeah. okay it kind of lingered a little bit within you um yeah so let's just go right into the symptoms yes of radiation um poisoning exposure now how often did they say at all like how often people had to go for the therapies or was it just kind of like eh, whenever you can it's better than not having it done at all was it prescribed was it just somebody was on the street one day and they're like hey it's my day off i'm gonna go inhale some radium all of the above okay um spas weren't prescribed but they sold packages basically and it, i was gonna mention I'll, I'll bring it up now um the radium radiance package. Dun dun dun. That I I mean I might consider reading that description at least on a menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there was a spa in Bath, which is in um Britain. Um I was gonna say Bath, Pennsylvania. <laughs> no. <'Cause we> have <laughs> one. Okay. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. It's you know what everything here is named after something in Britain, That's true. so it's probably yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like just the namesake. We don't mm-hmm. actually have any springs or anything there. Um, it, it, they called them the pump rooms, and the reason they called it the pump room was because that sounds really questionable. Through, <laughs> it does. It's, now that I'm really saying questionable. it out loud, super questionable. Um, the reason it was called the pump room mm-hmm. was because the water would just be pumped up from the springs and the waterfalls or wherever okay. it's coming from into like a general pool. And then they would either take it out of the big pool to put into little pools or people would just plop themselves right into that big pool. Okay. But it was called the pump room because the water was pumped into the room. Yeah. <laughs> um, this spa actually sold, um, I almost said prescriptions, but I meant subscriptions. Or coupon books to you, where you could buy like a 14 cup package. Um, And by cup, I mean like a a glass of water. You could go and they would have like, it was almost like brunch a little bit, where you could go in. I forget the name of what they called it. It was actually super like, all things considered, it was cute. Um, You would go in the morning and you would get your cup of radioactive water. Yep. And then you would... um, 
sit down and hang out with other people who are also having a drink and there would be like live music and like magicians and stuff going around healthy happy hour (laughs) kind of thing yes like a finger quotes healthy yeah happy hour yeah so when you said if if it was prescribed subscribed etc yeah a little bit of everything because there's also a product that i'm going to talk about too called rat radithor and that was prescribed by doctors mm-hmm. um, finger quotes again finger quotes again there's a lot of finger quotes yeah. in this one um where doctors you go to them for like an ache and pain and they'd be like here's some radioactive water yeah take one a day or one so often um so yeah, th- that was a long-winded way of answering your question, but all of the above. Okay. It was kind of a free-for-all up until, I think it was like 1938. This was a very short-lived fad, for obvious reasons. I mean, it probably <laughs> showed its, you know, Colors pretty downside quickly. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. if you consider... It doesn't take long. No, not at all. It literally was... Radium was discovered 1898... And the FDA finally regulated it in 1938. So it only lasted for about 50 years. And to be fair, tell me. Sorry to anybody who <laughs> works for them. Um, that's really fast for the FDA, honestly, to move on some stuff. Like the right? way they did back in the day. Like you were saying, like with the arsenic before, and you know, everyone was doing cocaine about everything all yes. the time. Um, <laughs> It like, lasted it forever. It took a long time for <laughs> yeah. any of that stuff to be regulated. So this had to be like a major issue. Oh yeah, that they were like on it like that. It sounds. It's really forty years later too, because again, the radium girls situation was literally the only reason that it got regulated, mm. and it's because it was so publicized. It, it was a whole fight. So if it had been like a little bit quieter of of an issue it probably would have brushed it under the rug absolutely yeah and i i do really want to get into that one Mm -hmm. too it's like a whole page worth of of notes because it was insane it was a bunch of bullshit in all fairness like we'll get to it yeah because i still haven't gotten to the symptoms okay (laughs) of uh radiation exposure we got way off track okay girl nope that's okay topic that's okay though that's why you guys like us though Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so with the exception of where I'm going to finger quotes big ones on my list here, they sound pretty tame. Tame. Thank you. Um, I was going to say lame. And then I'm like, no, that's no. not a good word for any sort of like negative reaction to anything. No, tame is perfect. Yes. Um, once we get into like the examples, I guess, that I'm going to talk about, they you understand how extreme the symptoms yes. actually were. Um, so like I would mentioned, Marie Curie, had already gotten the um, burns on exposed skin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be just on the exposed skin um, if it gets into your system. Because, again, we discussed your skin is your biggest yep. organ. Um, it could travel anywhere and you could get burns. But normally the burns were more centralized on specifically okay. the exposed bits. So of would they maybe – sorry. No. not trying to get us off topic again. Go for it. But so say someone is like um, – they're, they're in constant contact with it. Yes. Would they just randomly get it in places or like would it maybe show up more in areas that it had like settled internally? More places that it settled. Okay. Um, again, the way that it travels. And they can't control where it settles. No. It just kind of because goes it gets where into it goes. Your blood. 
So unless you have really bad circulation, it's probably mm-hmm. going to go Everywhere. throughout your whole system. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, it settles in the bones. Mm-hmm. So no matter how it gets into you, it's going to settle into the bones and like you can't live it's, like a jelly it's blob. There. Yeah. Yep. Um, anemia, cataracts, chronic exhaustion, tooth decay, hair loss that may be permanent, nausea, decreased bone density, higher risks of cancer, um, and specifically, again, lung and bone cancers. And then there was also a symptom. Wait. Yeah. Is this the same? Do they use this in radiation? Like when someone has cancer? Yes. This but is it literally still has the, the potential thing. to... But it kills cancers. It That's kills why... cancers, but it could... So if you have cancer, it can kill it. I mean, obviously. But if you don't have it, it could cause it. Yes. Mm. Right? And also, since you brought it up, it's also crazy to think... Like I know if you know any, and most people do, if you know someone who has been going through chemo Mm -hmm. and radiation therapies, um, it it literally destroys your body. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a big thing with getting political but not getting political. That's why the vaccines right now with COVID are so important. Yep. Is because while you may be fine. Thank you, Elmo and Big Bird. Right? <laughs> I freaking love Elmo and Big Bird. Um, solely because of their mm-hmm. their fight for it. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, they're in trouble now. Right? But, but oh well. Yeah. But again, that's why it's such a big mm-hmm. deal to have the vaccine. Because if you know anybody who's going through chemo or cancer treatments, it literally kills mm-hmm. everything inside of your body. That's the they, whole they point They can't defend it. against anything. Yes. Yep. So, and uh, that was another, um, like, longer term, I guess, uh, death cause okay was that especially again with the radium girls yep. once they got it so much into their bodies they didn't have an immune system so while they were dying of radiation exposure if they caught anything a cold, a cold. the yep. flu anything simple like that their bodies could not fight that off yep so yeah just a little current sitch to throw mm-hmm. in there as well mm-hmm. <laughs> um so the big symptom though and the one that's like i'm most excited to talk about but it's really bad because we're just morbid people around here um it was called radium jaw and what radium jaw was it was necrosis of the jaw did you send me this picture yeah was that the one you sent Uh yeah okay yeah yeah. um i shouldn't have gotten excited about it (laughs) no it's okay because again it Mm -hmm. it's my favorite for the shock value of it but like i was more like it's horrifying when I was reading these stories about people getting mm-hmm. radium jaw. Um, so back to the bone density thing, too. Um, radiation literally eats away your bones. So when um, people were exposing themselves to this, they called it honeycombing your bones. Like once they got in and did autopsies, when they looked at the bones, it literally looked like honeycombs. Like it had little holes all throughout the bone. It literally ate away your bones. And Mm. people were doing this voluntarily, Mm. which is bogus. (laughs) Um, So that being said, I'm going to shift a little bit here. That's like more of the history, not history of like radium and radioactive therapies and stuff like that. Um, I do have a specific product 
medicine. I don't really know. Tonic, I think, is what it said mostly in the research. Anything that says tonic. It's like, I love that it's such like an old-timey name. And it makes you feel like, ooh, tonic, what's that? Yeah. But it's almost never like really good No, because you, you can't call it a medicine. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well call it a potion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so this product is called Radithor. Now we say it wrong. I would say Radithor, but it's radium. So Radithor. Um, it was manufactured in 1918 to 1928, so it was very, very short-lived as well. Um, it was by a company called um, Bailey Radi- Radium Laboratories. Um, they claimed that it cured diseases and illness, and it acted as an energy drink as well. <laughs> so there were literally... But one of the side effects is like... Chronic exhaustion. Right. Uh huh. But they they touted that it was an energy drink, and athletes would use Ooh, this product. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one of those athletes, his name was Ebenezer Byers. He went by Eben Byers. Uh, great name. I am <laughs> love it. In love with that name. <laughs> right. Um, so he was an American socialite. He was um, an American industrialist. He was also an amateur golfer. Um, apparently, he won like multiple amateur golfing competitions i don't know the sports balls yeah but uh that's what we're gonna go i have no idea (laughs) nope um so he was very very active super super active um but he got a shoulder injury from golfing as often as he did and when he went to his doctors they gave him radithor they said look this is the best it's gonna cure all your pain tonic potion (laughs) potion um but you're only supposed to drink one. It was like a little bottle. You're supposed to drink one bottle a day. And he's an athlete, right? Yeah. He's not drinking one bottle a day. Not, no. This he is needs like, to be at peak performance at all times. <laughs> this is sports drug abuse before sports drug yeah. abuse. Yeah. Um, so he started taking the Radithor and it, it cured all of the pain that he was having. And he's like, this stuff is a miracle. I can't believe this worked. I'm up it. Um, He was told one bottle a day, and Mm -hmm. he was drinking three to five bottles of this stuff in one day for years. Like, I almost want to say, like, decades. He drank three to five bottles of this. Totally against doctor's orders. Um, And uh, he... The way that the story was that I read it in my Mm -hmm. interpretation of it was that he was at home one evening and he was reading a book and he Mm. went to yawn. (laughs) Oh, I've seen the picture, so I know what's going to happen. Oh, gross. Okay. And he thought that he had dislocated his jaw. That's what it felt like to him. He went to the doctor. Because yawning will do that. Because <laughs> yawning will do that. Um, he went to the doctor and his jaw was falling off of his face. His lower jaw was was actively just... Disengaging. J- disengaging, completely coming off the rest of his skull. Um, so eventually, they, they, they tried to, you know, make it work. Tried to get her back up in there thinking maybe they could like... I don't know. Duct tape it. Duct tape it back in there. Um, They ended up having to completely remove his lower jaw. Um, And there is a picture 
that I sent to Erin and she looks so disgusted because mm-hmm. now I know she's thinking about it because it is very um just uh, I don't I want I keep wanting to say abrupt um it's very shocking it when is you look at like picture. I was kind of prepared for it but then I was like nope no because like in my mind I was picturing it and then you like really see it yeah my question is like how did he eat uh, right? Because absolutely. that's me. My first thought is... <laughs> How do I eat and drink? Uh, drinks and treats. Yeah. I don't know if they... I want to say that they had to have taken away his... I mean, if he has no... Stuff. Right. Because not to be funny... They probably had to, like, maybe, like, intubate him or something. Like, feeding tube yeah. or something. Because, I mean, you again, you've seen the picture. Mm-hmm. His jaw is completely gone. Um, and when they finally took the jaw off and they kind of like i don't know what it's called when you like autopsy a bone the person yeah, is yeah, fine yeah. examine um, yeah. examine i guess examine was the right one to use <laughs> i like bone autopsy but like yeah. you do you guys um i'm coining that mm-hmm. <laughs> that is copyrighted officially patented <laughs> patented um that was when they realized that uh because and again, the Radathor Radathor was mm-hmm. the only different thing that he was doing um, under doctor's care. So they just linked the two together. Um, when they looked at the bones, they could see that it was honeycombed. And as he got older and older, he did stop using the Radathor. But I would hope the other thing about um, radium two poisoning is that it's sixteen hundred years to become a half life of radioactiveness which is why chernobyl is such a big deal still Mm -hmm. and people really freak out about the radiation um exposure to people who go and investigate there it takes 1600 years just to get rid of half of its life of radioactivity so it doesn't leave your body so even if you do stop the exposure it's still taking it it's still in your body forever and ever um and because it metastasizes so much through the body you can't even just like get rid of that bone. Like getting rid of his jaw didn't stop because it was already in there. Because it was already all it's through like his bones. That what was happening to his jaw was just kind of like a symptom of what was happening everywhere else in his body. Yeah, you just couldn't see yep. it yet. Yep. And that's what happened to him as he got older. Slowly, <sighs> more things started falling falling off. off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know this goes without saying. Um, he he did end up dying when they did he was only 52 too Mm -hmm. so he was very young yeah but he also made some choice decisions too too. true definitely uh speed that up yeah um when they autopsied him again he was falling apart within himself yeah over those last i don't know we'll say 20 years for Mm -hmm. the sake of the story um, when they autopsied his skull, though, there were literal holes in his skull. Did they ever at any point notice any sort? Like, I know, you know, obviously it kind of, like, affects, you know, he's tired and, you know, mm-hmm. things are kind of starting to fall apart, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, did they notice any difference in his, like, cognitive abilities? It wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, was his speech ever any different? Did he ever seem to have trouble, you know? I think, I would assume. Getting a handle on things? That it would have to have some kind of, because yeah. uh, once we get to, again, I keep mentioning it, I promise it's the next story. It's the perfect one to round out the topic. But with the radium girls, um, 
it, it was neurological because one of the girls ended up not being able to walk. Right. Um, and it wasn't like because of her, it, she had no feeling. Like she was basically paralyzed in her legs. So there had to be some kind of neurological effect to yeah. it. Yeah. And I feel like. Like things were not communicating <laughs> together. It, yes. And, you know, properly. Yeah. 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 So there had to have been. Um, what I read, it wasn't necessarily acknowledged. So I can't say yay or nay for sure, but assuming, I would think so. Yeah. Um, so when they buried him, though, again, it takes 1,600 years to get rid of radiation. Yeah, I didn't he, think of that. He had to be buried in a lead-covered coffin because his body was so radioactive from all the radithor that he had taken um, that they couldn't safely just bury him out in now, what did, a normal um, grave. Not that you would know, but no, I'm like, I wonder it. what like the um, the the undertaker, the medical examiner, um, like what precautions yeah. they took. Yeah, especially with like literally handling right. it. So I'm not sure. I would hope that they. Those are the untold stories. <laughs> but once more once we yeah. get into radium girls um workers rights mm-hmm. and unions weren't really a thing at this time either nope so there was no care about the staffing it was basically images is what they were worried about mm-hmm. so now that we're talking about it i wouldn't be surprised if the the undertakers they ended up were just like ah just go bury him real quick mm-hmm. just try not to touch it too much but like get him in that coffin yeah i guess the Undertaker probably wouldn't have too much exposure because he'd already be in the lead coffin. But whoever did the autopsies and stuff. Yeah. Or the person like doing the, well, I was going to say the embalming, but. I don't think there was. I don't really think. Much to embalm no. at that point. Yeah. Um, Poor Ebenezer. I know, right? It's it's crazy that he was under the impression that it was a good thing. It's a health drink. Yes, it was an energy drink. So of course an athlete would be down for it. And it took it away all of his pain. aches and pains. Come on, man. And then he was duped. Yeah. Duped into death. Hard. Ooh. 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 <laughs> so finally going to get to the radium girls yes. next. Um, this is, I was actually really surprised. They kind of tout this as like the forgotten girls. And the for, like a forgotten thing i don't know if it's just something i've always been interested in like yeah. the spooky side that i've known about this but apparently a lot of people don't don't know about it um, probably not everybody's <laughs> quite as creepy as us <laughs> so <laughs> most people don't go out to it's seek like this. i want to say i'm surprised <laughs> that a lot of people don't know about it but, but we should also say. i'm not no <laughs> yeah so the radium girls were a group of women um, there were men and women in the factory, but the women were mostly mm-hmm. um, exposed to this. It, they worked for a company called the Radium Dial Company. And what they did was they painted. That sounds great. Right? They already said right off yeah. the bat what's wrong with their company. But to them, there was nothing dangerous about this at all. There were no dangers. The mm-hmm. girls had nothing to worry about. Um, but what they did was they painted clock and watch faces especially. This was coming right out of World War II. So, like, women were finally allowed to work. Yep. Um, like, watches were becoming more readily available at this point. Not and just for the rich. Not just <laughs> for the rich anymore. Um, and the biggest draw of using radium 
for painting these face watches was that it glows. Um, I would say that that's <laughs> like I have a glow in the dark laces on my mm-hmm. shoes. Um, and I was going to be like, and it's in everything. That gl- I don't think my shoelaces have. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I <laughs> definitely have um, a couple shirts at home that glow in the dark. Yeah. I would hope they don't have radium in them. I really hope it doesn't mm-hmm. have radium in it because we're screwed then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the big uh, like draw of radium was that it glowed in the dark. It was almost like a novelty um, to a lot of yeah. people. It wasn't just used in like paint like this either. Um, it was in candies. It was in clothes. Again, it's so similar to the conversation of arsenic. It was in so much stuff, partially for the wellness benefits of it, partially for the novelty that it glowed in the dark. Um, so yeah, uh, the, this company... From what I understood, they helped with painting, like, Big Ben. Wow. And so they, they were, like, a big deal. They were, like, a huge deal. And they're from bumfuck United States. They're in Ottawa, uh, Illinois. I was going to say, well, that's in Kent. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Ottawa, Ottawa Illinois. Illinois. So you know when a city is named after a country, it's in bumfuck nowhere. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So the women's jobs were to obviously paint the the, the numbers on the clocks, um, and they touted it as an elite job for poor working girls, which just makes me so much angrier with what happened. They had they had a demographic in mind. Yes, they had a target, very specific uh, workforce. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so they were not above treating their women employees. You like will shit. be the highest class of, poor of the girls. poorest girls. <laughs> yeah. um, and they had no. Um, and it probably was like like an honor to. Oh yeah, these women. You know, the other girls were like, "Oh, I hope I can be it. like them one day." Yep. Yeah, because it was like again, end of World War Nine II. Nine pennies a month. <laughs> women didn't have to be homemakers anymore they didn't have to just raise the family they were allowed to get jobs so they were like hell yeah look at us rolling Uh in our own money at this point um which just makes it so much sadder when we get to like the management attitude about all of this um so like i started to say women painted um i forget what men did but men were given lead aprons for their positions in the radium and the women company. were not. They were not. And not only were they not given any. They are the poor girls. They're the poor after girls. All. So we can lose them. It's fine. Yeah. Like, what does a little lady offer anyway? They'll just make more of them. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's me on the uh, Right. Yeah. Um, they called it the lip dip paint uh, routine. Mm. I'm not sure why I froze on routine. Um, so what they would do was, and they were encouraged by the management team to use this Who technique. I assume never had to do this themselves. Oh, no, 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 no. Because they were probably also men. They also knew the or dangers. rich people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they were female. above it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also knew the dangers of radium. But they so continuously, it was known. 100%. It was known. Yep. But the they, company was legit, but it was known. and Yeah, they knew the whole time. And when women, and we'll discuss a little bit later, but when women would bring it up, They'd say, oh, no, 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 it's fine. There's no dangers. Then why did the men get, get protective shields, basically? Yeah. Yep. 
Mm. Um, so their exposure was swallowing or consuming the radium because what women would do, the lip dip and paint routine was they were told to um, lick their lips, point the paintbrush brush, uh, bristles in their mouth to make a really tiny fine point so that when they painted they could get onto the tiny numbers of a watch face so they would dip it so they would lick their lips take that brush through make a pointy tip to the paintbrush dip it in this radium paint paint and then repeat every time they painted a number there was nothing else like i don't know a petroleum jelly of some sort they could be dipping that in no lip dip technique and like i said they were encouraged by the company that that was like the technique to use knowing how dangerous radium was um the employers like i said kept telling women that it wasn't dangerous to be consuming or putting it in their mouths there was no real reason to be super concerned about it um but then like women started falling ill Mm -hmm. a lot of women started falling ill um in the end of this, 50 women would die. But there were also From women. From that, that factory alone? Yes. Yes. This is just, um, what did I call them? Radium Dial Co. But on top of that 50 women, there were also women who um, suffered long-lasting effects of yeah, they now have well. radium in their body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forever. It, it wasn't brought up necessarily in any of the research, but I would assume that one of the uh, uh, like concerns could definitely be, are women impotent? Is that just men? That's just men. Men are impotent, but women can become infertile. Infertile. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like infertility would definitely have to be an issue with radiation. Well, and I think what would even come into it as well, like I know later on, when they were, like, there were, what was it in the, was it the 60s or 70s, um, like, thalidomide? Yes. They had people on, and, like, children were born with horrible birth defects, if they even made it at all. Yes. Um. So I'm wondering yep. if even, like, if you weren't infertile, it just if there were issues. some, like, pretty severe, maybe, birth defects that came along with it. And now that we're talking about that, too. Never um, the man's fault. No, no, it's always the female's fault. What are you talking yeah. about? Um, one, a big trope, I guess, with Chernobyl mm-hmm. is that, like, mutants come out of it. Right, but I mean, it honestly, that it, it does. I mean, what did yeah. I just watch? There's this show called Dark Tourist that mm-hmm. was on, and it's uh, this gentleman, he's a, a reporter, and he basically goes and he does, like, dark tourism. Yeah. As it's called, like, different places, you know, that maybe, like, don't have the best reputation or that most people wouldn't go to. Yes. Um, And one of the places, it wasn't Chernobyl. It was somewhere similar, though, but I forget how many times more radioactive that town had been. And still today, he actually went. It was kind of heartbreaking, I'm going to be honest. Like, he was getting upset as well. Like, in the show, I was getting upset watching the show. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, they actually showed, like, today. I mean, literally, this show was from maybe two years ago. Oh, wow. Um, he went to, basically, it was like a nursery and lifelong Aww. school of yeah. sorts, like, finger quotes, for children who were still being born today. 
Um, I mean, some didn't have legs, some were unable to speak, and they had all sorts of different crazy things going on. Wow. Still today, from, I forget when, whatever this was happened, I want to say it was like 50s, 60s, 70s. And still, because it's actually so strong, and I guess like with like just being near the area, Mm -hmm. and it can be passed in the bloodstream, and all of that stuff, it's still generations later. Wow. So I almost wonder now like how much of this maybe we're still like is probably dying out now. Yes. But you know what I mean? That like still maybe genetically is kind of oh yeah inherited and and still maybe not genetically but you you know what i mean it yep. is still kind of there well and that's the crazy part too with bringing it back to um chernobyl is that i have seen articles that have um like life is still happening mm-hmm. uh wolves they're they're that's finding they said. a lot of wolves now that are being born now they're normal they look finger quotes normal but, i shouldn't have said that but they are so radioactive mm-hmm. that, like, they're pretty sure that that it, it's still going to die out. But right. like, life is still happening. That's the yeah. thing. This doesn't like, and it's almost like adapting in a way. Yes, because they said like there are even signs of like you know like um like wildlife. Uh, well, as you said, wolves, <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know like plants. Yep. You know that Flora. sort of thing are all kind of coming back and yeah, but and it's still uninhabitable to the sixteen hundred year yeah. mark. I mean, I don't remember when that was, but it wasn't terribly mm-hmm. long from the time period that you were talking about. Yeah. We have pictures of it and yeah. stuff still. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's wild to me. And people are, like, fighting to be able to inhabit Chernobyl. That's crazy to me. Right. And, like, I understand the draw of it. Because it is, it's, again, a novelty. It is. It's this world that has been mm-hmm. completely shut down. We're not allowed to go near it. So, of course, we want to right. get near people it. people want to explore it. Right. But, like, and I'm sure you've watched shows of investigations of it. There's, like, oh, yeah. gates that you have to go through. And I think you can technically go to, like, the epicenter. Yep. But when you get there, like, all alarms are constantly going off. You can literally only stay there for a couple minutes. Like, you've got to back out. Once you start backing out, there's all these, like, cleansing mm-hmm. uh, procedures that you have to take. And then you also have to test under the limit of radiation to even leave the investigation of Chernobyl. Now, what happens if not? I guess you just keep going through cleansings. I don't know. Everybody always ends up being like, able to leave. I would imagine <laughs> like they're not the most fun, comfortable, no sort of things to have to go through. I feel either. like it has to be like an acid. Bath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not sure where we were on that point. Um. The but, radium uh, girls. They passed away. People still ended up having lasting effects. Yes. So it I was- can get us off topic, but I kind of know how to get us back. <laughs> That's perfect. Because uh, we definitely got very, mm-hmm. very far off on that point. Um, another interesting thing, and they don't list it as like a symptom of exposure because you really have to consume a lot of it. And like these women were consuming a ton of it. Um, they're also referred to as the ghost girls. And the reason that they're referred to as the ghost girls is they would literally leave their shifts and they would be glowing. Their skin would literally be glowing green. But that's fine. But it's fine. There's nothing dangerous about this material. Just keep painting those. But we need watches. 
watches are so much more important than your life <laughs> than your life because <laughs> also look where we are too we do wear watches and i know that we, we don't use radium anymore but like mm-hmm. we also have our phones in our pocket constantly yep. like these women died for absolutely no reason mm-hmm. in the long run of like advancements i guess is what i'm trying to yeah. say yeah um so again the men had led aprons for whatever their tasks were in this place but the women did not they were constantly being told don't worry about it it's fine there's nothing wrong do not stress your pretty little faces um management knew of the dangers but again they just keep saying it's fine don't Mm -hmm. stress it um the first woman and i use woman very loosely because she was very very young um her name was molly I'm going to say Magia um, ended up quitting the factory in 1922. And the reason that she quit was because she was coming down with this really weird ailments. Just could not figure out what was wrong with her. Um, It started at first with um, her teeth hurting. Mm -hmm. So she had the teeth removed. And a little, when they extracted that tooth, they realized that more of her teeth were basically rotting from the inside. Um, so she kept getting teeth removed, teeth removed, and those extraction sites kept getting really pussy and like inflamed and they hmm. basically become abscessed. Um, and one, one thing that everybody acknowledged was that because of all of these abscessed teeth and her gums were like basically rotting away, she had really, really bad breath. Right. Um, and it- Because like, everything's literally rotting. Yeah. You have rotten flesh yeah. in your mouth. Um, so this is where it gets really, really heartbreaking um, and a little gory. So eventually her whole mouth, her jaw, and even bones in her ears started to become abscessed. Um, and the doctor that invest or um, examined her, he was like poking around on kind of like the Is he a palette. company doctor or a regular doctor? He was a regular doctor. Because I feel like doctor. back then they had like company doctors too, who of course Absolutely. would like clear you mm-hmm. to go back to work. And, yeah. yeah. It was basically the lawyer threat. Yeah. Like we'll just yeah. use our doctor mm-hmm. if you have any questions. Yeah. Um, no, but this, it was her, okay. Yep, independent doctor. Um, he was called into the company, but it wasn't independent. Um, so he started like pressing around, just kind of feeling out the uh, the sitch in yeah. her mouth, and just his fingers pushing on her jaw, it fell off. Um, Can you imagine being that person? Right. That like you're at the doctor and yeah. You... The other thing that gets me too with that. And this isn't being funny. This is, like, genuinely just curious. Um, how bad was her pain that he poked around? Like, he literally it just pushed on it. It had to be excruciating. It, that it fell off. That has I mean, to be excruciating, I right? don't even deal with, like, a toothache. Mm-mm-mm. I thought I had a toothache the other night. I had Ooh. some ice cream, and it yep. hit it. Yep. And I was like, I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have a cavity going on now. Yep. Like, yo, no more ice cream. Yep. And just being able to poke it and it fell off of her body was insane. Um, they The whole thing didn't come off in at once. Um, she did have to go, I'm not going to say, she didn't have surgery. But she had to have it like removed? They literally. What was still there? Took it with their fingers 
it was and just pulled it off and just took it off of her face because the bones were that deteriorated and again when they examined those bones they saw the honeycombing realizing that all of this radium was eating through the bones molly was only 24 when she died i was just gonna ask how old she was yeah just a wee babe and even after her death the company still insisted that it was not the radium and probably still made everyone continue painting yep. those watches the same exact way. Yep, yep. Um, slowly, more and more women started reporting same symptoms. Um, again, 50 people ended up dying. 50 women ended up dying. Did any guys die? Or is, it like, is there anything written? One. One. And that was when they took it seriously, was when that one guy died. It took 50 women dying of exposures for them to be like, but then one guy died and they were like, dude. They're like, now it's real. This is dangerous. Yeah. But up until that point, the company literally, they went so low to cover this stuff up. It was hugely publicized. Um, and it was publicized so much to the point there were um, riots outside of the factory. Good. That people were just livid saying, Good. how could you do this to people? Also, how could you sell these products to us? Because... We're also being exposed That's now, true. too. I, yep. I didn't even think of that. I'll be yep. honest. I was just more <laughs> invested in, like, what was happening to, like, the poor people in this factory. Yeah. But they were sending yeah, it out Yeah, they're putting the, the products public. out into the world. Absolutely. And every day you're putting that on your body. Yep. Maybe not ever taking it in off. If pocket. you're like me, I rarely... Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. Um, they, the company... Um, they They tried at first saying that... The women who were falling ill were just trying to feign medical bills and that they didn't want to pay the medical bills uh, for their illnesses and that they but didn't want to be But there are also women who can't afford to miss work. Exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. So what does that get anyone out yep. of that? Yeah. So they basically called all of these women liars. Mm -hmm. um, they even, I'm going to say that to this, but there's an even, even moment coming up too. Um, so... The company hired researchers to actually, like, investigate and do a, a legit investigation. Legit? <laughs> Finger quotes legit. Because yeah. it had always been legit. Yeah. The freaking founder of Radium was like, yo, this stuff is dangerous. Do not. Mm -hmm. And her husband's like, yo, I don't want to be in a room with that stuff. And they're like, let's let people eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Let's make them eat it. <laughs> yes. Let's force them. Mm -hmm. For money. For money. For years. Yep. To do this. Um, so they brought in a company to do this investigation, do their research. And what they found was shit's dangerous. But the company paid those researchers to publish the opposite findings. That's so unethical. <laughs> I don't know right? why now I'm like unethical people. No, like, But it is. I mean, the whole thing was terrible and rotten. Yeah, yeah. So they paid these people. So they knowingly mm -hmm. misled the public. Yeah. Because their reputation would be on the line if, like, all these people were dying in their factories. Why don't they just not publish anything at all? Right? Why go to the extent? Why didn't you just pay them why, to not why publish Why lie? It? Exactly. Yeah. I guess if you do show research, though, it looks good. Like, oh, hey. But it's not. We oh. found this. So, like, it says it's not. So it's not. Um, yeah. Yeah. They uh, 
they tried to claim that the women's symptoms were a viral infection. Um, they even went as far as to say that it was syphilis because syphilis was really big during this time as well. So now they're calling these women <laughs> whores too yeah. on top of it. Yep. Not that there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with it. World's oldest profession. Yes, we're not here um, to shame anybody. But like, they're basically saying like, but they're mm, what are these women doing? Yes. Yep. Which also, also is none of your business, sirs. Um, syphilis symptoms aren't like this, though, either. Your jaw probably, well, I mean, I, I think was going to say people did end up having parts like eaten away by it. And, yeah. But I don't. To, but not to this degree. No. Like, I feel like we could tell the difference. No, between, there weren't. Were there holes in your bones with syphilis? I don't think there were. <laughs> I don't were. think there were. Now watch. Watch. There actually were. <laughs> yeah, I should have looked them up. I don't think there were, though. <laughs> I don't feel like but they could have been case, that But in any case, they're basically extreme. just saying, like, it's what these women are doing yeah, it's on their, their own fault. time yep. that's causing this. It's not the company. It's these women. Um, Probably a descendant of Pliny. <laughs> owned it. <laughs> Most likely. It had to be. Or somebody who was done dirty. Those are, like, the only mm-hmm. good explanations to me. Um, so, like I said... It a male did finally end up passing away from um, radium poisoning, and that was when they finally started to take it seriously. Even um, though the research said yes, take it seriously. A hundred percent. Yeah, they were like, nah, these little ladies, they're just like dying off. They're weak. Mm-hmm. So, but this man mm-hmm. who died, he was big and strong. So we should take it more seriously yeah. now. Um, but at that point, it was a little too late. Um, for one woman, her name was Grace uh, Fryer, and she ended up fi- filing a lawsuit against the company. Um, she watched all of her friends die mm-hmm. in this factory, so she's like, yo, we got to take care of this. But plot twist, took her two years to find a lawyer that would take the case on. Um, and it was for a number of reasons. The biggest reason was because this company was such a big company. I was going to say, they're, I mean, they, Defamation. What, they helped with Big Ben. Big Ben, you yeah. said. So, I mean, they were internationally a pretty big deal. Yes. Um, so they were definitely afraid of defamation. Um, they were also afraid that, um, well, no, they weren't afraid. They, they just, they were afraid to believe the women. That these symptoms were caused by their work. Probably the just like, uh, like they they don't really want to get involved in it. Yes, basically, um, she did finally find a lawyer who believed her and took on the case. Um, the, the other like shady part to the to the lawsuit though was that at the time, for which is super sus to me that they even had to have a statute for this statute 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 statute. Um, is that there's a two-year statute of limitations on uh, radium poisoning in factories. <laughs> what? In the workplace, yeah. Specifically, specifically two years, which is how long it took her. Yep. And specifically radium poisoning. Yes. In a factory. Mm-hmm. Super, super sus. Very specific. <laughs> Very specific. Um, and even though it took them about two years these two women that um maggie and grace to show symptoms it was that was actually pretty quick and oh, I they think, showed symptoms too yes yes okay everybody involved in this was showing symptoms um there's another woman at the end that was like super badass too and she was on her deathbed giving like the last yeah. sucker punch to Good. these guys um um 
I totally forgot what I was going to say, though. The two-year... Oh, yes. The lawsuit, yeah. Yes. Um, two years was actually pretty quick for these symptoms to start showing up. Uh, they said that it wasn't uncommon to take, like, five years post-exposure. And that's just from being ex- exposed, not constant exposure for symptoms So even just one up. time. So just one time, five years later, you could start showing symptoms of uh, poisoning. So that two years was absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And this company used that to their benefit. They were saying, well, there's no way that this could have happened that quickly. Um, These symptoms take so long to show up. Like, how can you say that in that last five years, she wasn't being a little whore going around and she got like syphilis and that's now presenting itself or um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because when she was like 12, she was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because realistically, Maggie was 24. Right. Five years previous would only put her at 19. So, like, you're you're also saying, and you know, they've all been working at the factory. Yes. For years. And you gave men safety precautions, PPE, and you did not give any of the women anything. And no, you had them literally said it was fine. Yes. Yeah. Um. This company put up a huge fight huge fight they denied it and denied it and denied it um and they went through basically every excuse that you could come up with that it wasn't a work hazard that even if it was a work hazard the girls signed up for it or um what else did i read that even when the women asked what was going on if it was safe they would produce like fake info fake news saying that it was safe for them to use but again the men had precautions yep. for some reason um they even this is the even even when these women would die and they would go to um have autopsies done company officials literally went to these uh, morgues, is that where an autopsy is performed? And yeah, prob- would I think. steal the bones. Are you serious? So there was no physical proof. Isn't that like tampering <laughs> with a corpse and... So many illegals. Not quite grave robbing. <laughs> yes. Grave robbing pre-grave? Yeah. Yeah, they would literally go and steal the bones because they did not want that honeycomb factor showing up because that was like the sign that the radium was really doing damage. Um, Also, Evan Byers and the radium girls were Mm -hmm. all going on at the same time. Again, this was only a 50-year period where everybody was getting sick from the beginning to the end of radium use. It was only 50 years. These two big cases were going on at the same time. Um, Evan died pretty, in comparison to the radium girls, fairly early i think it was like 20 i don't remember 23 or something like that he passed and maggie died in 22 okay so while they run pretty parallel his case wasn't um like an end all for the radithor yeah. and the radithor um so yeah it it, it such a short period for all of this to go down. Like, yeah. I feel like we just need to keep acknowledging that How this quickly. literally tiny little time frame. I know we've discussed topics that go from like the 1700s to now. <laughs> yeah. We are talking a very small chunk of time. For a lot of things to have happened. For a lot of people to have died. 
Um, and these are just the famous cases. This mm-hmm. is just the famous 50 plus. The community was dying from this as well. Now, did they get the type of exposure or treatments or like investigation that these people did, Evan Byers or the Radium Girls? Absolutely not. So while I'm only discussing 50 plus. There were, I'm sure, a number of like so undocumented yeah. cases. Yeah. Um, so after the company was trying to cover up and doing everything under the sun to cover themselves up, um, Catherine Wolf was another woman who was literally on her deathbed um, from the exposure of her job. Um, she gave a super, super damning um, testimony from her deathbed to lawyers saying this was absolutely work I did not do anything else I literally only came to work went home to my family um I didn't do any questionable thing like she exposed I'm sure absolutely didn't come up in it but I would have to assume yeah. that some of her family had to get some of it from her um she was ultimately the reason that the radium dial company lost the lawsuit and they did lose it good okay i didn't see anything about monetary um um i keep saying consumption and that's not what i mean um Uh, no i know like any sort of like payment that they had to make yeah compensation is what i'm trying to think of it was close hail um i didn't see any of that but i would assume because of the levity of the situation and also the high exposure Mm -hmm of the whole case there had to be money exchanged there's no way i would hope and like i mean it doesn't bring the people back but of course i would hope they you know they they had to do something yeah like they took a a, i don't want to say breadwinner but like a money maker Mm -hmm. out of everyone's families and it was post-world war ii so like everybody was really having a rough time of it um so yeah, I don't know if there was any money exchanged. I would imagine that there had to have been. I know that people probably, like the company was probably super, super upset about this mm-hmm. because they fought it tooth and nail. Um, this case, like I said earlier, is the reason that radium became as regulated as it is. Um, 1938 was when the FDA finally said you can be exposed. There is a, a small amount that is safe to be exposed to. I don't know what it means, um, like what their measurements are. Right. But and is it safe to be exposed to like one time or continuously? So for a whole year, 365 days, you were only allowed to be exposed to 1.5 to 3.5 milli... Is it... Siverts? Siverts? I don't know. But it's only... (laughs) Millisiverts? But regardless. Yeah. Three and a half is the absolutely topper. Um, And that's in a whole year. And three is a very small number. Mm -hmm. Imagine only being allowed to have three... And three three milla-anythings. Yes. Mm -hmm. Imagine only being allowed three donuts in a whole year. Nope. That's not a lot. That's a serving. Pretty much. <laughs> I, like the, I like my donuts. Um, so, yeah, they they did come up with a regulation. Um, and the, the factory case was actually the 
main reason that OSHA was created as well within the, the country. Um, it's funny to have this part of the conversation because everything that we've talked about has not been remotely modern in terms mm-hmm. of like the height of it. But but this is yep. super, super modern in comparison to a lot of stuff we've covered. Um, so it's it's cool to hear that like the actual FDA, like we've had this conversation of like, what would be the FDA of the time? Right. This was literally the, the FDA. The actual FDA. <laughs> was finally around and regulating. And the um, OSHA board was finally created. And if nobody knows what OSHA is, it's the um, Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So basically they are the ones that uh, make sure that your work environments mm-hmm. are safe. Um, if you've ever worked, especially in food service, you have tons of posters posted everywhere. D- technically, yep. we do too. OSHA. Spa workers, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, reminding you to wash yeah, your hands. Yeah, a lot of OSHA stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, here's it, how you handle chemicals, and here's yep. Yes, here's the proper what can way we be to be exposed this? to, and yep. yeah, uh, MRSA is always mm-hmm. a big thing on the OSHA screens. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure I had a little bit of it. It's so contagious. It's so contagious. I worked with a girl once. She got it all the time. Ugh. I got it on my hand. I kind of have like, this is so off topic. I have like a little, I call it my um, uh, lip print because it kind of yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like if you kiss your mm-hmm. your hand. I have a little scar from it. Mm-hmm. I'm like 90% sure that I definitely had a little bit of it. And I worked food service, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Let's see, yeah, I mean, for some people it shows up really hard and for others it doesn't. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the Radium Girls. Horrible case. Insane that these people, these monsters, downplayed it so much that it took a man to die for them to be like, okay, yeah, it's not real. But, like, this woman's jaw fell off of her body. So, it's not real. It's fine. Well, I mean, what was she doing? (laughs) What was she doing? (laughs) Who was she out with? Low moral character. (laughs) Um... So yeah, that no, is that was awesome. My topic today. Yeah, you warned me that it might not be super interesting, but it was super interesting. So the beginning, yeah. It, it yeah. was a little chugalug, chugalug to get into it. But <laughs> I mean, again, I like the idea of a bath. Yeah. So I was on board <laughs> with it for that. Oh, I also forgot to mention it's actually on my first page of my notes. Um, there are radon is what they call them more because you can't uh, detectors. Just no oh, baths because I, I was gonna say like in your house you have to have like radon detectors <laughs> yes uh like a, there's only a certain amount that you're allowed to have in your home right this is real estate air and coming yep. out yeah yeah <laughs> yep. um no there are still radium baths in especially in europe did, some other yes. countries um mention it <laughs> that is i started my sentence and then i never finished it <laughs> okay i knew what you meant um they they say that they're regulated but mm-hmm. I don't feel like they can be regulated. How much can how much can you regulate radium? Right. And like if multiple people are going to these places and they're yes. that like Yeah. Unless they only have like a certain amount every day and like it doesn't matter how many people come through. Right. It's just you know what I mean, like yep. a little bit, but then that kind of like negates the point too. These of places it having any sort of positive benefit. Yes. So these places have a lot of foot traffic, though, too. And I don't want the person in front of me to have soaked it all up. <laughs> right. Right. If you're like, gonna if I'm go, going there for it, <laughs> you want your fair I want share. my share. 100%. 
Um, the first place that, uh, like, legit radium bats, mm-hmm. like, post finding like out that it's dangerous. Um, Czech Republic. I'm not going to attempt to say the name of the town that it's in, but it was, like, the first bathhouse of, of bathhouses. Um, and earlier you were asking about treatment plans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, this spot does a three-week treatment program. Um, didn't look to see how many times in that three weeks you actually take the dip, but it did say that you are exposed to, and I don't know if this is per or at the end of three weeks, that you are exposed to 3.5 milliliters of radiation. So that's why I said I don't know how regulated these can be if they're max, if they're they're saying that you're getting the max. The max, yeah. Unless, do you think it's for those people who are like, oh, I don't just want a little bit. Like, I want to be extreme. <laughs> I want all that I can have. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I don't know. Because you know there are always those clients. There are always those people who Push like, it. well, it's not recommended <laughs> that you do this. Or no, it's not. I don't care. Yeah, do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Because like I said, it doesn't even break it down from what I was reading, the what I read doesn't even break it down to whether it's like per week of treatment, per dip, per How many three dips? weeks. Yeah, there weren't too many details on it. And I'll be honest, I couldn't find, sounds really nerdy, mm-hmm. but like there was no website advertising mm-hmm. this. So it's just like a hidden gem that it's, people are I was going to say, about. I'm sure it's one of those like word of mouth kind of places. So, like, yeah. you have to know the right people to know where to go and who yes. does it. And, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, there's also one in South Jamaica. Now, that one I could find the regulations of. However, back to the amount of exposure. Mm-hmm. This place in Jamaica claims Mm-mm. that their, their radioactive exposure, they don't advertise it like that, but the, the amount of radium that you are exposed to is 54 times that of the places in Sweden. Sweden. (laughs) I wrote it down differently. Mm -hmm. Than Swiss or Austrian baths. So So even if they are one, you are claiming that you are 54 times more potent. That's a problem. (laughs) Right? Although... It's not regulated there, right? I don't know. It is here. Is it just here that we're saying these are the amounts? Or is that like a universal? My numbers were FDA. Okay. So for America. But I feel like, again, we... We're behind everybody else. We are. Like, so Europe I feel especially. like... Because at first I was going to say, well, then maybe like we went really hard. Right. But I don't think that's the case. <laughs> no. I would be very surprised if we are ahead of Europe on these regulations, mm-hmm. but when not, we're not on, on most food. other things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Jamaica, though, with the dips the, of this specific, it, it just said South Jamaica, so I don't really know. It's not giving mm-hmm. anybody away. Um, they did regulate or um, limit it to 15 minute soaks, though. Now, that being said, I feel like that's still a long time. That's still really long. For 50 times I feel times more comfortable more? with like 15 seconds. Yeah, just like a quick. I don't feel comfortable. You know what? I don't feel comfortable with it at all at that <laughs> no, level. 
No. I'm not dunking in any Mm-mm. radioactive water. No. Because we are literally told, do not do anything that involves radioactivity. Mm-hmm. Again, we go get there x-rays. There have been cities and towns that have radioactive water recently. Yes. And it's a big deal. It's Absolutely. an issue. So yep. I, I will not go sit in that. Absolutely not. Yeah. There were cities decimated. Mm-hmm. By radium yep. in bombs. Yep. And y'all are willingly going and sitting in these things? What is wrong with you? <sighs> what is it the same benefits they're saying now? Yes. Uh, with the so exception wrinkles. of... <laughs> yes. There's a lot of skincare involved. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot to mention, too, um, at the end where I was talking about uh, 1938, the FDA finally yes. regulated. It really became like an OSHA issue and all that fun stuff. Um, radium also went out of vogue because they found out that vaccines worked better on stuff like polio and TB. Yeah. Um, it was like the 40s and 50s is when radium finally mm-hmm. officially like totally nixed itself out. And it was because they were finding that there were way better medical treatments then stuffing yourself with radioactive water. Like, just go get a shot, mm-hmm. and you won't get and these you're fine. diseases. Yeah. Maybe not fine, but, like, a, a lot better. 100%. Yep. You're not risking losing your jaw. Or other body parts. <laughs> or other body parts. Yeah. So I forget what your question was. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Or statement that you made. There was a point that I was I think it make. was just that I don't want to sit in it. Yeah. Oh, health benefits. Yes. Yes, that's what it yeah. was. Yep. So there are still, like, the the aches and pains and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, Wrinkles, lightening skin. Uh, Cancer therapy. Cancer therapy, obviously. Um, But in terms of wellness versus, like, health, Mm -hmm. they do still consider it beneficial. The people that kind of consider it beneficial, though, tend to call it a mineral. Mm-hmm. Versus a very dangerous Versus what it element. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's about attitude. About the... Have a positive one. <laughs> right. Why so negative? <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at the benefits. Some people just died. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that being said, though, what we typically use it for nowadays, with it being a, a medical treatment for serious disease and disorders, 100%. Super rad that yeah. we've gotten it to that point of being a serious treatment is it rough does it still harm mm-hmm. people yes it does but does it give them a shot yes. it does um i do feel like at that point though people are more at uh rope's end mm-hmm. or like this is the only thing that yep. we know will work that's usually yeah back yep. to the cancer conversation yep. um people aren't just voluntarily saying i think i'll go get I'm some go chemo or radiation yeah. today yep um and it is still regulated too a lot more mm-hmm. in the medical scene yeah but it's like you still see all of those negative side effects too yeah yeah so it's scary yeah it's definitely still out there like i said it is still in water supplies but like you had mentioned homes are required to have radon detectors, detectors yep in case it would happen to get out of control um it also depends on the areas that you live in it's not everywhere in the Mm -hmm. world um and realistically it's in more of the untouched places than in like the 
mass Mm -hmm. inhabited areas. So like bigger cities definitely have it, especially depending on where their water comes from. But places like the Swiss Alps are probably going to have higher levels of it than like Philly water. And it's just because one is so much more pure and unfiltered Mm -hmm. versus the other. Um, And again, it's still in water supplies. It's just so much less that it doesn't really affect people too much. Um, There's a little bit of research going on. Um, where they are sort of linking water supplies to people getting cancers more yep. often. Yep. Um, but there are so many different things that we are exposed to that they're just having a hard time saying, like, yes, it's totally the yeah. amount of radium that's in our waters or radon that's in our right. water. Um, so, yeah, definitely the most modern one that we've covered yet. Still kind of a... I don't want to say an issue, but something that's definitely still around. Something that is definitely still regulated. Yep. Um, arsenic really isn't used in anything anymore. Well, in, trace amounts. Well, very, very trace amounts, but not to the mm-hmm. level yeah. <laughs> that it was. Yeah, um, a lot of parallels. Right? Like, while I was researching this, I was like, wow, this sounds so much like the Paris Green episode. Yeah. But it's so much more recent, and that's so scary. And I feel like it's just going to keep happening. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're just going to find more and more and more and more. Yep. yep. And we're going to have those loonies out there who are claiming all the benefits of it mm-hmm. still. Um, I was hanging out with someone over the weekend and Gwyneth Paltrow came up mm. because we were talking. We were oh, talking one of Marvel our favorites. <laughs> and um, I forget why it came up, but like he actually brought up goop and he brought up like vajayshals and stuff. Yeah. And we were talking. I immediately <laughs> thought of that. That's what everybody thinks yep. of at first. Yeah. But, like, even he knew about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Gwyneth Paltrow reads something. It's like, oh, Radon's great for you. And she's like, I drink six cups a day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, like, just a fun fact off to the side. I forget where I was reading it. It wasn't this conversation. But she claims that what keeps her healthy is she wakes up every morning and she has a cup of alkaline water. Mm-hmm. With a squeeze of lemon in it. It's the only thing keeping her healthy. That's it. The acid of the lemon nixes the alkalinity of the water. I was so going to say, because the whole thing water. is that it's supposed to. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, so I think, yeah, because it's, you're saying that and I'm like, yes, it literally evens out. Uh-huh. It literally balances itself out. It is literally just regular water. Which is completely against, um, there's a place where I live or not in in my house um but a place very close to me that they do all of that um alkaline water yes and yeah it's about literally taking your body to an alkaline place Mm -hmm. not keeping it in balance no which is as you say exactly what she's doing yeah so i don't i think that's what the water is at work i you know what i'm waiting for her to say i'm waiting for her to say that like she goes outside and like she doesn't drink water, she breathes it in because it's in the atmosphere and f- she you know takes what I advantage mean? of the vapors of the yes. water in the atmosphere. Yeah, the naturally occurring <laughs> vapors. Every time you take a breath. Yeah. 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 I feel like if anybody is going to start touting the benefits of radium and radon mm-hmm. again, it is totally gonna oh, be absolutely. 100 <laughs> percent So yeah. We're good. Yes. Awesome. Um, thank you guys for tuning back in with us. Yeah. Sorry we missed uh, a little bit of extra time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're busy girls. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we do not make money off of this yet. So we have to have real big girl jobs. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo. We've been very busy. Yeah. Uh, we did go to a festival mm-hmm. for a quick weekend away because mm-hmm. we earned it, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. But we've we've really been chugging to get yeah, back yeah, in yeah, here. kind of getting in here. So, <laughs> yeah. yep. Um, so thank you for being patient with us. Um, we're going to try to get ourselves back on our schedule here. Um, try not to wait too long in between yeah. episodes. Um, but yeah, on that note, I'm yep. Haley. I'm Erin. This was Am I Pretty Now podcast. And until next time, stay, stay spooky. Ooh. <laughs>Am I Pretty Now is hosted by Haley Eshelman and Aaron Healy. Our theme music was composed by Jason Mundock. The show was recorded at the So Good Media Studio at the Candy Factory, a co-working and social club in Lancaster, PA. Schedule a tour at coworkinginlancaster.com. Keep up with Haley and Aaron and all things Am I Pretty Now on Instagram at Am I Pretty Now Pod.